The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of my fabulous sponsors or advertisers. Any content provided by our bloggers or authors are of their own opinions and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. This disclaimer was brought to you by DisclaimerTemplate.com. my lovely loyal listeners. It's just Miss Rose. Today is Saturday, October 1st, 2022. I forgot to record my podcast for Friday, so we're doing today's Friday episode of As the Massage Table Turns today, this Saturday. I finally got it together and I will be going home tomorrow. So this is my last um, recording from the lovely Peach State. Now, did I tell you that I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast? I really do appreciate it. And I want to thank you for taking your time, you know? And hopefully, whatever we talk about today, you find it entertaining and educational. And We'll be right back after this brief pause for the cause. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. We'll be right back. Fair Use Notice. This channel may make use of copyrighted material, the use of which has not always been specifically authorized by the copyright owner. This constitutes a fair use of any such copyrighted material as provided for in Section 107 of the U.S. Copyright Law. In accordance with Title 17 U.S.C. Section 107, the material on this channel is offered publicly and without profit to the public users of the Internet for comment and nonprofit educational and informational purposes. Copyright Disclaimer, under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted. No copyrights is or are claimed. The content is broadcasted for study, research, and educational purposes. The broadcaster gains no profit from broadcasted content, so it falls under fair use guidelines, www.copyright.gov forward slash FLS forward slash FL102.html. And we'll be right back. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back. And through the miracle of podcasting, today is Tuesday. (laughs) Tuesday, October 4th, 
2022. And we are going to be continuing with Saturday's episode, but it's Tuesday. But hey, whatever. Now, on my last episode, we talked about uh, being extra and being a drama queen and everything. And I had read an article in Bustle, and they had mentioned this test that you could take to see if you were a drop queen. So we are back, and we are on Bustle.com. And this article is entitled, This Test Can Tell You Whether You Crave Drama. It was written by Lucia Peters on April 1st. 2016. In case you've ever wondered why so much drama tends to follow you around, particularly in your professional life, good news. There's actually a science-backed drama queen personality test or drama king personality test if you prefer. Or, you know, just a general drama person personality tests, but not in the I'm a thespian kind of way. It's called the need for drama scale, and it measures whether we live for drama or loathe it, specifically within work environments. Guess what happens if you live for it? Spoiler, you're you're probably creating a lot of it for yourself to satisfy that need. Just, you know, FYI. The need for drama, NFD, personality, and its corresponding scale were developed by a team of researchers led by Scott Frankowski, who Science of Us reports is now a researcher at the University of Texas at El Paso. And you guys, the resulting paper is fascinating. Frankowski and colleagues defined the NFD personality as a compound personality trait in which individuals impulsively manipulate others for a position of perceived victimization. There's some overlap with borderline personality disorder, BPD, and histrionic personality disorder, HPD. People with BPD tend to be impulsive and act on feelings of victimization, while people with HPD seek attention and approval from others excessively. However, note the researchers, whereas BPD and HPD offer a framework for understanding dramatic personalities, they may not be the most effective for examining dramatic personality in samples that are not clinically relevant. Furthermore, they may not be suitable as predictors of work-related performance and counterproductive work behaviors. That is extremely inappropriate workplace behavior, 
Pete Campbell knock it off immediately. Anyway, that's where NFD comes in. It's meant to examine dramatic behaviors in the workplace. After a lot of research, Frankowski and his team identified three factors present in people with NFD. Interpersonal manipulation, latent factor. Impulsive outspokenness, latent factor. And persistent perceived victimhood, latent factor. And developed a scale to measure them. The finalized scale consists of 12 statements, which participants score on a scale of 1 to 7, 1 being strongly disagree and 7 being strongly agree. Each statement corresponds to one of the three factors of NPD. Science of Us adapted the full NFD scale into a shorter test of six questions, with the advantage being that it's built into a nifty little widget that will automatically score your results for you. Obviously, someone had to volunteer as tribute to test it out, and equally obviously that someone had to be me. So here's how it went. Uh, The test. As I mentioned, the NFD scale isn't that long in the first place, and Science of Us's version is even more abbreviated. Here's a sampling of the kinds of questions you can expect to answer on it, though. I say or do things just to see how others react. Uh, no, that is not a thing I do ever because that is mean. I always speak my mind, but pay for it later. I'm honestly not totally sure what this means. I chose a neutral response because sometimes I do have a tendency to verbally vomit, and occasionally there are consequences. This is true of pretty much every human being who has accidentally said too much or at one time or another, though, so again, I don't really know what to make of it. Oh, well. People often talk about me behind my back. I mean, as far as I know, they're not. But then again, if they were, I probably wouldn't know about it because of that whole behind my back thing, right? (laughs) The results. Not only is my need for drama low, but moreover, I am also apparently best represented by a man with huge glasses and ill-advised haircut. Good to know. Given that my avatar on my long-suffering and neglected Twitter account is a lady from the 50s saying, oh, the drama, along with the fact that I worked in the theater for many years, you might anticipate that I'd have a high need for drama. However, I'm actually not terribly surprised by my own results. Simply put, drama out of the not on the stage kind stresses me out. Wait a minute. Drama of the not on the stage kind stresses me out. 
And since I tend to be a high, strong person in general, I try not to add to my anxiety by creating unnecessary complications for myself. More interesting than my score itself, though, is the possible explanation for why I scored low, as opposed to very low. While I have fairly good self-control, my aforementioned occasional habit of verbal vomiting is indicative of a little bit of impulsiveness. And indeed, as Science of Us points out, the researchers who developed the NFD scale found a correlation between a high score on the test and a high score on the traits that make up impulsiveness. Right. Writes Melissa Dahl, you might say a highly dramatic person lacks a filter. He or she is not shy about sharing opinions and tends to blurt out thoughts. This is the person, for example, who regularly updates their social media feeds of cringeworthy details on their ongoing breakup or who says whatever is on their mind regardless of the audience. So this suggests that their natural tendency to speak and act without thinking could be one characteristic that leads dramatic people to dive headfirst into dramatic situations. Their impulsivity helps to create the drama they crave. At least I'm pretty quiet on social media. If you want to find out more about the need for drama scale, you can read the full paper on its development here. And of course, if you want to take the test yourself, head on over to Science of Us to check it out. And that, you guys, is the conclusion of this article on Bustle.com. This test can tell whether you crave drama. And we will be right back. After this brief pause for the cause, and you know where we're going, you guys. We're going to head on over to Science or Us to check out this test. And I'm going to take it and let you guys hear my results. We'll be right back. It's time for... Dictionary Definition of the Day. Today's Dictionary Definition Word of the Day, brought to you by Oxford Languages, is thespian. 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 It's an adjective relating to drama and the theater. It's also a noun, an actor or actress, thespian. And we'll be right back. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back. And let me tell you guys, I clicked on that link and that page was not found. So I went on ahead and went to another page and I just went into the search engine and I said, drama queen, drama queen quiz. And it landed me on livingly.com. You all know that the name will be in the description, but 
This is entitled, Are You a Drama Queen? And it was written by Allison Lindy Higgins. And I'm going to start the quiz. Are you a drama queen? One of 12, okay. If a restaurant messes up your order, you react by asking to speak to the manager. You don't deal with waiters. Eating it anyways. Screaming at the waiter. How dare they put onions when you asked for no onions. Or politely sending it back for them to correct their mistake. Now, for me, if a restaurant messes up my order, I react by politely sending it back for them to correct their mistake. Which drama queen is your favorite? Regina George. I don't know who she is. Mary Elizabeth Sepp. Don't know who she is. Kim Kardashian. Wish I didn't know who she was. Chanel Oberlin. Do not know who she is. Gretchen Wieners. Don't know who she is. Or Rachel Berry. Don't know any of these people except for Miss Kardashian. And which one is my favorite? None of them. So, I don't know. I just randomly picked something there by accident. Oops. What is, are, we, are we starting off? Oops, oh. Hello, you guys. I Okay. Uh, begin game. All right, politely send it back. Okay, now let's do this. Uh, I'm gonna give it to just because we're now, like I said, I don't know any of these people except for Kim Kardashian, and I'm not gonna vote for her because she's the only person I know. But they did, they do have a picture of each person, and you guys, it's a picture of the original Kim, not the pre. Same, Kim. It's like the beginning. Anyway, just looking at all of these girls' faces, I'm going to give it to my favorite out of these all are going to be this Regina George because she looks like she's the typical, all of these non-color of me. Anyway, which best describes you? I have one best friend, and that's all I need. I have 10 besties, and we all love each other equally. I have a couple really close friends and a bunch of really close acquaintances. And I'm more of a loner. Now, I used to be more of a loner, and for the most part, I am alone. But I do have a couple of really close friends and a bunch of really close acquaintances. If one of your friends is acting distant, you think it's absolutely your fault. Why aren't they responding to my posts or texts or snaps or tweets? Maybe they're just having an off day and you don't think twice about it. What did I do to upset them? I didn't do anything, that bitch. You don't think anything. You didn't even notice they were acting distant. (laughs) They obviously don't want to be friends anymore. I should call every one of our mutual friends and ask them if they know what's up with the distant one. Now, my answer is, you don't think anything. You didn't even notice they were acting distant. And I pressed that one. 
next question. If you showed up to a red carpet event wearing the same dress as another attendee, you would... Y'all, they wrong. They they got two different... They've got two different award shows with two celebrities standing up here with the same outfit on, but it was two different shows. But if... This is question number five of 12, by the way. If you showed up to a red carpet event wearing the same dress as another attendee, you would... A... Leave immediately. You don't want to end up on the next edition of Who Wore It Best. B. Who cares? You look awesome. C. Send your assistant for a backup dress and change before any paparazzi catch the faux pas on camera. Or D. My answer definitely depends on who looks better in the dress. My answer is B. Who cares? I look awesome. Question number six. Which best describes your reactions to spoilers? A. You're dead to me. B. I saw it coming, so it wasn't technically a spoiler. C. So, that's what the unfriend button is for. D. Write in a very angry text or post in all caps to express your anger. D. It's all good. It's just the television shows anyway. And y'all know that is my answer. It's all good. It's just a television show anyways. Come on now. That's my answer. That is my... Hello? Are we freezing? You know what y'all... This episode trying to act as Okay, hello? Oh, now it's... Okay. You've been dumped. Question number seven. You've been dumped. You send 50 nasty texts followed by a blast text to everyone you know bashing the dumper. Life goes on. There's plenty more efficiency. You eat a pint of ice cream, cry for a day, and wake up on the next day over it. Or your life is over. You've been dumped. You eat a pint of ice. My answer is you eat a pint of ice cream, cry for a day, and wake up the next day over it. Okay. How often do you feel like this? How am I supposed to live? I never get overly emotional. That's me regularly. Maybe after a couple of cocktails. Um, you mean this week? I usually feel more like this and not so much. And they have different pictures of Leonardo DiCaprio. I feel like how often... Oh, what? What? Hello? Hey, you guys. My... Phone just turned itself off. Oh, well, well, well. So I guess the, the quiz is over because the battery died on that vehicle. So we'll be right back with the conclusion of the Are You a Drama Queen quiz right after this brief pause to charge up the phone. <laughs> we'll be right back. But I'll tell you I love you for listening. I love you for listening.
On a scale from one to Miley Cyrus, how much attention do you require? I'm like Tinkerbell, then I need applause to live. I am somewhere between Hannah Montana and a tongue-wagging Miley. I'm a party in the USA Miley. I'm a straight-up wrecking ball. Or Hannah Montana is my spirit animal. And again, the question was, on a scale of one to Miley Cyrus, how much attention do you require? I'm a straight wrecking ball, is my answer. Do you... Okay. The best way to deal with a drama queen is drama, 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 drama. Uh, why? Okay, wait a minute. The best way to deal with the drama queen is wine. Lots and lots of wine. W-I-N-E, wine. Screaming in their face until they shut up. <laughs> Ignoring them completely. By creating more drama. Unfriend, patience is the only way. And how do I deal with the drama queen? My answer is wine. Lots and lots of wine. Oh, come on. There we go. All right. Which do you relate to most? I just have a lot of feelings. Haters gonna hate. I'm a diva. Too much drama for me. Whatever. Or don't be so dramatic. I relate most to haters gonna hate. Oh, shoot. The heck? just happened y'all I don't know uh, hello due to technical difficulties beyond my control the quiz has popped away and some other quiz has jumped up here that I don't want the freaking frog oh my gosh Y'all, anyway, I want to see what kind of drama queen I am. You know what? Modern technology sucks. Well, I guess we'll never know if I'm a drama queen or not. (laughs) Oh, Uh, hello. Now, my phone is being extra. It really, really is. It's flip-flop to all kinds of stuff that I'm not even looking at. Lord have mercy, y'all. Well, guess what, y'all? That's going to be the conclusion of today's episode. (laughs) Am I a drama queen? The world will never know. (laughs) Which I don't know. I think I might be a bit of a drama queen. But either way, you guys, go to livingly.com and take the quiz for yourself to find out if you are a drama queen. And I want to thank 
livinglee.com for their quiz. Are you a drama queen? Even though I think it was more for a younger person than myself. But thank you, Allison Lindy Higgins, for your contribution to today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns. (laughs) And you guys, you personally, yes, you, thank you so much for listening to me go on and on and on. And if you happen to be a drama queen, stop being one. And if you know a drama queen, wine, lots of wine. But if you're underage, no, we're not going to be drinking underage, okay? If you're under 21, completely ignore them or unfriend. <laughs> but that's my advice. Anyway, this is just Miss Rose. And you know the rules. Don't let anybody take you out of your square. Because you are the only you that there is in the entire universe, in the whole multiverse. You're the only one of you. And you are doing a fabulous job of being you. Until the next episode of As the Massage Table Turns, take care of yourself. I love you for listening. Have a great week. Bye.